All right, I'd like to welcome everybody to uh, Bars in the Beard. We've got a uh, pretty special group in here tonight. Uh, Brad, myself, and um, pretty much St. Michael's Boxing Club. But first, I'd like to recognize some of our sponsors. Gary Simrel here at Carolina Motor Works. Hospitality, Heating and Air, Gina uh, Lucas and Gina Lucas. Haven Miller State Farm Insurance. Spikes, Fresh Pork Skins, and Bull Peanuts. Those are our sponsors. Um, and, you know, just... Appreciate them and especially Gary for having us up here, but the other sponsors for making this possible. So tonight, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Mike Engler from St. Michael's uh, Boxing Club. Tell us what you got going on, and, and if you want to introduce everybody, we got we got a pretty good crew in here tonight. Sure. Uh, once again, I'm Mike Engler. I'm the head coach of St. Michael's Boxing Club. We have amateur, we have pros. We're based out of Rock Hill. My whole gym is run off of off duty. You see a Rock Hill police officer. Tonight we have <clears throat> my assistant coach, uh, Antoine Logan. I got my pro fighters, Quentin Rankin. Quentin Rankin is ranked 15th in the nation right now, getting ready to look for uh, a possible title shot. We have Greg Grady from Buffalo, New York. Uh, he's fighting in June 4th with me. Uh, Craig Parker, who's eight right now is the ABF light heavyweight champion right now. Uh, Chris Takache, he's a heavyweight fighter, 2-0, chicken wing. Uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, he, he'll be fighting uh, probably July or June, Ju or June or July, I would imagine. So that's what we do. We train every day, we train hard. All right, we'll kind of go around the room. Everybody kind of introduce yourself, where you come from, how you ended up in Rock Hill, and just kind of, you know, where you are and what your direction you want to go and, and just basically, you know, where you want to go and what you want to, to get out of it, essentially, how far. What's going on, everybody? Um, I'm Q, the chosen one. Um, I am also the uh, the NABA. What is it? Uh, USBF, USBF uh, light heavyweight champion too. He forgot about that. Two-time Golden Gloves champion. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, and uh, I'm I'm with uh, Mike and uh, St. Michael's, and you know, I I, st I was a loner actually before I ever came to St. Michael's, and you know. I, I kind of found my home in St. Michael's, man. It, it's been all good. It's been love. A lot of uh, punches and arguing and, you know, a lot of stuff going on. But, you know, I think that makes us uh, closer and brings our bond together, man. I love these guys, man. Sometimes I don't like them all the time. But, you know, I mean, that's it's a, lo it's a love. You ain't got to like everybody. You just got to love them. Yeah, that's it. That's, the, that's the truth right there. So right. these are my guys, though. Like, we can talk junk about each other, but you better not come in this room talking junk about right. us because it's going to be a problem. Where you from? Uh, I'm from Charlotte, originally okay. from Charlotte, man, born and right. raised, man, right. but uh, Rock Hill is my new second home, right. man. Well, good. Uh, what's going on? This is uh, Greg Brady, uh, Cruiserweight. Juice. Oh, everybody call me Juice. <laughs> but uh, Cruiserweight from uh, Buffalo, New York. That's that smooth, too. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I, met, um, I met Mike uh, through a friend of mine out here. I, I was just pretty much... Uh, wandering Charlotte since I moved down here just trying to find a, a boxing home and uh, a friend of mine told me that he had a heavyweight uh, things didn't work out with that heavyweight so I was just like well you know since you know you don't got a heavyweight here let me be the heavyweight right. you know so uh, it was just uh, I've been with him ever since uh, actually uh, when I first got down here uh, I met Q before anybody you know me and Q we uh, we started sparring because I was looking for sparring when I first got down here and he was like the first person I really was getting some good work with. So, you know, we met before he even came to um, 
St. Michael's boxing. So, you know, we had we had history years before you know he came. So, so when you came down, you hooked up with Q. Like, there's a so there's a networking like among the boxing community. Like, if you come from yeah. New York down to this area, mm-hmm. like you know, in the Charlotte area down here, what like in Charlotte, you know, what was up there? How'd y'all get connected? You know, just so, kind of curious about that. Yeah. So. Uh, a, f- a friend of mine who passed away more recently, um, he introduced us, okay. and I was I was going to his gym over there for for a while. He was um, actually from my hometown, so when I got there, I'm just like, hey man, you got any guys? And I'm the type of person that I don't like to spar people that I'm gonna wipe out or anything right. like that. So I was like, yeah man, I got this guy for you. So you don't mess with Logan much? <laughs> nah, nah, right. not money bags. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, he told me about Q. And when we met, you know, at first it's just like, it's automatic. It's like always like some kind of, like, some kind of animosity towards yeah. you. Like, you know, like, oh, you sent him for me? Right. And, you know, like, that's, <laughs> right. the, that's the energy right. that, it, that we right. had. Yeah. So after we sparred, you know, we got it all out. And uh, after that, we just bonded like, like brothers for real. And it was just like, it was like, yeah, man, I can help you out with this. You know, I can do this, do that, which is what I was actually looking for right. when I got down here was an opportunity to, you know, further my boxing career. You're so. not really going to go anywhere in this if you don't have that yeah, kind of, yeah. you know, if you don't have that little animosity and thinking, yeah. this dude don't rape me. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're really not going to do anything besides just work in people's gyms. You're not yeah. going to elevate, right? But, yeah, it's, but I don't take it as, I don't, I don't get offended by it. Like, right. I feel like when I meet you, I want you to have that energy. Right. Because if you don't, then I, I don't even feel like right. I can get nothing. It's not going to drive you. Yeah, yeah. If you and I are well, going at it, and I'm just half But that's the whole, that's the whole, I hate getting rough, that's the whole iron sharpens iron. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Exactly. You have to have somebody that's going to help you. say that a lot, man. Yeah, and, and that's that's how I feel. Like, I don't even, even want to work with you if you don't feel like you can beat me or right. you don't feel like you're the best and you don't feel like you you know you got something going on or you see your future if you don't see anything like that you right. just hear the work and you hear i don't i don't even try to entertain that you know you just uh you know, i i'm i'm my mental like mentally i'm just like too far advanced right. in what I, where i'm going right. to play around or entertain that craig parker um originally from chicago moved to Rock Hill was brought down here by a manager of mine. Um, Rock Hill have been very good to me, supporting me. Um, really, um, I met Mike through my manager, um, bringing some guys over to spar that have been helping me out tremendously throughout my my career. And uh, I'm 12 and 0 with 12 knockouts. So that shows you the pressure it's coming in the ring when I step in at all times. Um, I'm here to become a champion and represent Rock Hill. And uh, being a part of St. Michael Boxing Club, it's been amazing because it has been growing over years. And uh, with good, you know, just everybody around each other have good energy, you know, and that's what bring out the good fighters. You know, everybody got to have good energy. And everybody's got to be reaching for a goal. So as we all reach for that goal and have good energy, it just brings positive things into our life. And, you know, we always pick God first and whatever we go through and, you know, really support the military people for out there putting their lives on the line every day for us. 
and we just here to you know all give back and hopefully one day come back to the communities and build our kids and the, you know the less fortunate and show them it's another way out of life and then all this violence and killing that's happening around us you know. Hi, well, I think, Chris. I think it's, I'm the, the oh, I'm sorry. Hello. How are you guys doing out there? <laughs> What's up, guys? It's the Viking. How are we doing today? I'm uh, really excited to be a part of St. Michael's Boxing Club. Uh, I decided to be a pro at 35, which is crazy after not competing for 10 years in anything. Um, almost lost my first fight, got my nose broken. And then I found Mike Englert. Uh, he's a saint. Um, he's helped me a lot. Uh, I wouldn't be, uh, I honestly wouldn't be fighting if it wasn't for him. After my first fight, I was like, yeah, I don't know if this is for me. And then I won my last fight, minute 22 seconds. So I, I'm really appreciative. Mike's a great guy. I love my team. My team is phenomenal. Um, they all are amazing stand-up dudes. And I'm just, it's an absolute pleasure to uh, be a part of it. And I'm just so thankful. Where are you from? Well, I was born in Michigan at 5.30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was rainy, but as soon as I, I guess was I birthed, clarified. Just as soon as I was birthed, the sun came out, the clouds cleared. No, uh, I've lived all over, man. Um, I was in the military for a little bit. Uh, the last 10 years, I was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, though, um, and uh, I moved here from there right. about a year ago. Okay. I'm Shalik Paisley. They call me Cutthroat. He he calls me Chicken Wing. That's a that's a whole another story. I, uh, oh, we got time. We got time. We, we definitely got time. Um, the first time I came around uh, St. Michael's Boxing Club, I had sparred with his fighters for the first time. It was like my second day. And I had ate some horrible TGI Fridays, microwavable chicken wings. And I ate them before we sparred. Took a body shot, threw them up in the wings. No, he came. <laughs> no, listen. He, he came in the gym. He thought oh, you know, he was going to get off on uh, Armando. And it was good work. Armando hit him to the body. And all I seen was chicken wings. In the ring. <laughs> so, so every time, every time they, uh, you know, referred to him, I could never think of his name. So I was like, uh, "What's uh, the dude that threw up the chicken wing?" And I was like, "Yo, chicken wing, the, uh, the dude, chicken wing, chicken, chicken wing." wing that's his name. Chicken. And it been that's, that was the birth of his name. And I'm like, "Man, you gotta get them chicken wings about the ring, man." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, that's the short story. That's the short, you know, short version of it. I can't, I can't run away from it. Yeah. If you can't run, you might as well embrace it. Right? Yeah, he chicken wing forever. I don't, I don't never. I don't think I ever called him by his real name, ever. <laughs> as he levels up, though, we'll put him into like falcon wing or pelican <laughs> wing, <laughs> flamingo or something. There. Yeah, we're gonna get up there. Turkey wing. Right? Yeah, turkey oh, wing. Yeah, he got he got a couple wings to go through. It, it's levels, man. It's levels. It's levels. It's almost seagull. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> Somebody say he got to go to pigeon wing first. He got to pigeon, pigeon wing first. <laughs> That's the next level. It's like a karate belt. <laughs> <laughs> karate belt. <laughs> nah, but I um, I met Mike um, through my uncle. He used to um, professionally box too, Andrew Baker. He uh, used to box and threw a coach down in um, Fayetteville named Tony, and he gave me his number. I just called him one day. I was like, yo, I'm 
0-1-1, lost my first fight. I'm in shape. I didn't know I was, I didn't know what in shape was until right. I came to St. Michael's Boxing right. Club. So, and I came and I started on a Monday back then. Mm. Oh so, my God, the Monday is I, crazy. You know, so I've been with them ever since. And I'm just trying to be here. I don't have the amateur background like everybody else. It's just straight heart with me. Straight heart with me. Yeah. Where you from? I'm from, from, I'm from Charlotte, but okay. I'm originally from Lumberton, but I was raised in Charlotte. Okay. So, came to Rock Hill, I feel like home. Money bags. Logan, aka Money bags, aka Papa Don, aka There Goes That Man. No, no. But yeah, I'm the trainer. What was that last one? No, stop, please, stop, stop, please, stop. How many girls can I talk? How many girls can I talk? How many girls can I talk? Can I talk? Can I talk? Can that, I talk, please? Is that her please. sitting in the car? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Please, can I talk? Right, go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm the trainer. Train most of these guys. I'm training Mike since what, 2013? 14. 14. Been on a team together since 2013, and work out every day. And just I'm enjoying the journey right now, seeing Mike progress to that title level, and his fight on June 4th. Pretty, sh pretty sure he's going to beat this guy. I'm positive he is. But got to also shout out the other team, Charles Gardner, Mr. Line Him Up. Um, stand, big Stan. Big Stan, Black Show Gun, right. So they're part of the team also. They're not here today. So, But just. We, we got to give Stan a new nickname. The, the show gun. Yeah, I, the, the black show gun. Yeah, he, he, he got to be like the silent assassin yeah. or something. I like He's that. dangerous. I like that. Fast hands, he can punch. We got to come up with something different. Yeah, right? something. Yeah, you can't come up with your own nickname in the gym. You get given the name, hence Chicken Wing. You don't want that name. <laughs> oh, my name's Soldier. No, your name's Chicken Wing. Yeah. That's your well, name. I, you know, I will tell you, I've known <laughs> Logan a long time, and we've worked <laughs> together. And, you know, Logan and I give each other a really hard time, but there's very few people that mean to me as much as Logan and who I look up to as a father and what kind of person he is. And I'm, I'm really grateful that, that Logan, as I come to the close of this, that I've, I've been able to work with you as long as I have. And, and I'm really grateful for all you've done for us. Appreciate it, boss. So, all right, so but now, does he love you? But does he love you enough to buy a shirt? I'm getting two shirts. I'm getting two shirts. I'm getting two shirts. I'm just asking, you know what I mean? We're not talking about these shirts. Yeah, we do. I got a, oh, there's going, yeah, they're, they're, I'm not done with the shirts either. But anyway, on another subject, I want, if you can, to everybody talk about how important, like boxing, you know, when you're in the ring, like it's an individual thing, right? It's a battle between you and the guy, your, your opponent and yourself, like, how much quit are you going to have in you? Do you are you going to have any quit in you when it gets tough? But how important is it to like also look at it like that's your team, you know? Because most teams, I think, just in general, you don't want to have that crab in the barrel mentality of like, well, I can't help him get higher because I want to be higher. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how important is it to have like a strong team behind you? Well, it's it's the number one thing. I mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know something. I, I've been in the game a long time, and I've been a loner, yeah. and I've I've sparred 12, 13 world champions. I actually just got back from the UK. This is this Quentin Q, the chosen one, right now. So so the viewers to know. But 
I've been all over the the world, man. I've been to Montreal. I've been all over the United States. I've been I left the United States a few times. And when I tell you, just being around people who are motivated to want to win, that want you to win. Listen, Mike is 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 eighty five years old, man. And <laughs> and, 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 and even, at, at, even at his age, he gonna push you. I had I, I've got eighty seven. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 check right. this out though. I'm in the gym and I'm going hard and this is like the very first time and I go hard and I'm looking over and I look over at Mike and I'm like, yo, this dude, like, he really, he really trying to like put out, he trying to like, he really trying to smoke you because the Monday we came, I've been there a lot of Mondays, but if you knew, oh, it's going to be harder because he's going to throw more at you because he wants you to quit because he don't, he really don't want you there if you not really like that. So the, the Monday that you come, Oh, we going to do the Monday workout, but he going to throw a whole lot of wrinkles in. But what I love about that is, is that he does it too. Mm. He ain't just out here doing it. He does it too. So when and you got people around you that's willing to, I'm going to be real with you. They willing to die with you. You mm. get what I'm saying? Mm. You talking about blood, sweat, and tears. It's no joke. You're going to see blood. You're going to see sweat. And you're going to see tears or throw up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you got to have your team like, hey, man, get that throw up up. Let's let's finish this round. Let's finish this work. And if you don't have those type of individuals around you, you are not going to be successful in boxing. You cannot do it alone. And mm. ever since I got here, I realized that I was lacking a team. I was lacking a coach mm -hmm. with, with Mike's mentality. Don't, don't get it twisted. Mike, Mike sit back and watch. But he's also active, so he may not say nothing at first, but he's he's always thinking and planning. And you need those type of people yeah. around you, so it makes a huge difference. And the, and the thing about it all is this. Uh, at the end of the day, you can have all the motivation in the world within you. So you got all the, you know, the confidence in yourself and all that. But then when you go to a gym and they never stop training, you know, you, would, you in the ring and you in the gym – with people that really want this. So when you at home and, you know, you're not coming to the gym and you feel like you tired you all this, then you're like, man, I know Q probably still in there working. I know Mike and them probably still working, you know, like, so when you come in, now you're getting left behind. Everybody, you know, beating you up, you know, <laughs> when you get in the ring, you come a, back. A dude that ain't putting it in, yeah, that's immediately apparent. Right. You yeah. Know what I'm yeah. If yeah. If you slacking, you get you get left. Right. You get if left. He's just there because he just want to be a name or this and this, yeah. but he ain't putting it to it. Yeah. It just, there's no way he can keep up with y'all. Right? And you don't. And, he, and if you care enough, you don't want to get exposed like that. No. Right. You get what I'm saying? So, so like if you missing days or something, you know, then you like okay, you come in in the ring. You better come in there ready to work. You better come in there ready to catch back up. Because you, you know, got some days to catch up on. Because Q about to pass you. You know, Stanley about to pass you. Craig, you know, even Charles. Charles, as a matter of fact, uh, shout out to Charles. Uh, Mr. Charles, line him up. Mr. Line him yeah, up. He yeah, the, he be the loudest person in the gym. Oh, yeah. And he just full of energy, man. Like, Charles, is, you going to hear him screaming all day. Stop, you know, you, you got to tell him to shut up sometimes. Yeah, but, have to. but he's passionate. <laughs> yeah. He's so passionate about it. You know, he... Man, you got to do this, you got to do that. Everybody care. Everybody wants right. you to be better. Right. So when you, by yourself, like I said, you may have days where you're tired, you injured, or you got to do but you got to push. And then the thing about it is, like, everybody around you is telling you, like, yo, you got to push, you got to push. You can't stop right here. Right. If, it was by, if it was by yourself, you'd be like, yeah, man, I'm tired, man. I'm just going to chill. I'm going to take this day off. Yeah, but no, you got a bunch of animals around you. The way I look at it is, like, this is a wolf pack. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody 
eat everybody savages and in all different all different weight classes so it's just like you got to make sure that you playing your role and and what you you know what you're around you know, no so dead weight. No yeah, dead yeah. I'll give you an example. In, in in football, right? You got these linemen. Somebody miss a block, the linebacker can pick up. But in boxing, it ain't like that. Yeah. Right. I'm telling you, if you didn't run those miles, if you didn't do those sprints, if you didn't do what you were supposed to do, you're you gonna get exposed. You don't know what the dude you got coming up spin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He might not be missing days. No. He could be hungry like you have never seen. Yeah. No. And you gotta think like that. You gotta right. even when you're tired, you gotta think, my opponent probably he he gonna finish that round. Right. And you gotta be savage. You gotta be a savage. I know that's crazy because it's like nice. a gentleman's sport. Right. But yeah. you literally, I can smile right now. But if they told me I had a fight tomorrow, it, I'm not the you same person. I'm, I'm locked in. You have to be that way. You know? And and the crazy thing about boxing is it's uh, it's like sort of a mind fuck because at the end of the day, it's like you did this all with a team, but when you win. You win by yourself. That's right. You get what I'm saying? So it's like everybody's there supporting you and they pushing you. And then when you get in there, now it's just your life. Now it's just your right. ability. Now it's just you. You know what I'm saying? So all these people, they help you out to this level. And then, like, it's like you in that spotlight by yourself. Now, it's up to you if you want to acknowledge and, and, you know, show appreciation for the people that you got. But sure. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, you standing in that ring by yourself yep. and you taking all the risks, you know, you taking you know, the you, punches. Yeah, you worry, you know, you gotta make sure that everything that y'all did, you know, got you to the point of success. But that's what makes the normal person want to watch it so bad. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Because yeah. you, it's like you're saying it's not basketball. Nope. Yeah. It's a team Monday through Friday. Yeah. But it Saturday ain't a team, it ain't a team when you're in there. Yeah, no. Saturday so is just you. It, <laughs> and that's you know, and that they got you to a point. But they're not in there. Yeah. So I think that's what, you know, and that's what you can kind of sense is I do appreciate the team, but I also, that challenge of knowing yeah. when that bell rings, it ain't got nothing to do with anybody did. Exactly. You know, and I, I think that's what everybody and, likes about it. And that's what, that's what put, um, for me, that's what put uh, what I wanted to do into more perspective. Because at the end of the day, in box, I mean, in uh, football, Basketball. I love playing football. I, you know, I play basketball a little bit, but uh, it's so many people that you could place blame on. Oh, you didn't pass the ball. Oh, you shouldn't have took that shot. Oh, you shouldn't have threw it to that person. It's so many other people. At the end of the day, I'm a person who I own up to what I do wrong, and I don't want to blame nobody else for that. You know, so it's a lot of uh, a lot of mental things that you have to deal with on your own that you have to overcome. I feel like like the the self care of boxing is what I fall in love with. Like, now, it's, it's all about you. Viking, you talked earlier about you're kind of, as far as in this, you're kind of starting. And you had a background in different fighting for a while, right? Different type of fighting, different style of fighting. Uh, yes, sir. I've competed uh, as an amateur, though, um, in Muay Thai, kickboxing, Muay Thai, uh, MMA. Um, but that was over a decade ago. And, right. Uh, I kind of had a bucket list. I always wanted to be a pro, try it out, see how it would do. I know I can fight. I like getting punched in the face, and I like punching people in the face, so it works out for me. <laughs> right. um, it was just I knew if I didn't do it, I would regret it later in life. What's, what's the, like, would you say the biggest difference is, harder or whatever the case is, from that style to what you're doing now of boxing? Well, with MMA and Muay Thai, I get to use my strength and athleticism a lot more. 
because I can grab onto people, I can trip them, I can take them down, I can use my elbows, my knees. Uh, boxing, it's it's a sweet science, man. It's uh, something that I didn't think would be as hard to pick up, but I'm finally, um, well, I was finally feeling like I was in a groove, but then I tore my Achilles tendon in December, and I'm finally coming back from that. So, um, yeah, I just, I just love it. I'm just getting better, and I'm really thankful for Mike. You know, he's helping me out. Without him, I'd be trash. Now, <laughs> you know, for years and years and years, and Brad's a huge MMA guy, and you know, at boxing for a, a long time, kind of, it hurt. You know, you didn't have, you know, post Tyson, boxing hadn't been the same. You know, and it's, and I know that everybody, it, heavyweight to a degree drives it, but then also some of your more charismatic fighters, your light middleweight and some of that. But, you know, it does look like from, not just St. Michael's but nationally, it looks like boxing is starting to turn that corner, Absolutely. to coming back in the popularity. Is starting to okay, rise. I have a question on that. Yes. If I can. Yeah. And I, you probably already know where I'm going, some of you. Oh, I already know where you're going. <laughs> With, and and, and you know, I'm, I'm seriously curious about it, especially from the local, like the local regional or whatever guy. Like, just do you, do you, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, the Paul brothers. Right. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, I can't so, wait to talk oh, about him. Man, no, no, let's but, talk but, about but it. But I think, but I think there's a lot to be said about it. Let's you know talk I mean? about I think it. There's a lot to be said about it because, like, everything nowadays is driven through media, right? Yeah. What you can visualize, right? What you can visualize, what you can put your eyes on, and I do think that, you know, with the Paul brothers coming in, <clears> you know, you have people putting eyes on boxing. That they never would have, never would have damn cared about. Now all of a sudden they're interested. So, how do you individually or as a group feel about? Is it a bad thing? Does it help? Does it hurt? Does it does it help just boxing like in general? Okay, so for me personally, um, I feel like uh, the Paul Brothers is like uh, it's like a disrespect to the sport, and um, you know I understand it from the point of view of you know the business aspect of it but people who really take this serious and people who really uh they they focus on their craft and to see somebody like that that's fighting you know these washed up bums and getting these opportunities and 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 things like that over fighters who never got the opportunity for that i feel like it's, it's a disrespect to the sport and uh i come i come from you know, the uh, the days of, like, the Evander Holyfields, the Mike Tysons, the James Tonys, you know, people who actually, you know, they spend their life doing this. And, you know, a couple of dudes just pick up a camera one day and beat up some bums and, you know, to reach this level of success in a sport that we're passionate about, we're making sacrifices for, and, you know, things like that. And for you to make a joke and a, a mockery of it, it's uh, offensive to me. And, you know, that's something that I, I take personally. Like, it's just like uh, the level of disrespect that they show into the sport is making it a joke. And uh, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, I, I look at it different. You know what I'm saying? I actually appreciate what they're doing for the sport. I look at it as I, – I, now, now, personally, do I think he's a good boxer? Not really. He's a joke. But, but do I think it's good for the sport? Yes. You understand? Think about it like this. 
um, people talk about like uh, bad bad press is is good press. It's good. You want me to tell you why? Because the fact that you got regular, smegular, casual YouTube people looking at the sport, it brings us a certain dynamics to uh, people who would never watch the sport. I'm talking about people know who Logan Paul fought. People know about the MMA guy that they probably would have never been exposed to because of Logan Paul. Logan Paul is also paying fighters triple the amount of what they would get paid without that. So do I think that he's good for the sport? Absolutely. Do I think that he's going to get exposed in the ring? Absolutely. He's going to get Absolutely. knocked. He's going to get knocked out. But do I love what he's doing? Yes, I love what he's doing because guess what? If I can fight on a Logan Paul show and make six figures that I've never that I've never actually made fighting one of these bums that he got lined up for me that maybe did a a, a YouTube with him or what's the name? And I'm going to thank him for the opportunity and I am going to bombard him with punches see, and I'm going to knock yeah, him out. But that's that's what makes it different though cuz we're talking from two different point of views. Like my thing is this, I respect the business that he bringing, but you can fall back and not be a, a part of the circus that you're creating with, with your boxing. Like you come out of nowhere and you fighting these people that never fought before. And, and the thing about it is like, you, you can set a lot of people up for failure. You know, they, Oh, I could beat this person. I can do this. I can do that. But like, you're not really given the, uh, the, the science of what boxing is. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, you make it seem like anybody can do it. Right. And I, I, if you, like, far as coming from a business standpoint, like, if you're going to do better for boxers, I feel like if you did that, if you had to do a couple fights and then you fell back into the uh, promotional side, then that's something different. But don't sit here and make a joke of it or make it seem like anybody can do it because you can't fight for real. Like, from my standpoint of just... It, like you're right, I, it it has brought a lot of eyes to it. But yeah, to absolutely. me, the Here's way that the way that he's going about it, I don't like. To me, it's yeah. when you're seeing when you see some of the things where they're breaking down those fights, and it's clear where he's doing signs and signals to know when to punch. Yeah, you know, so that to me, and it's almost like you you correlate it to American Idol. He didn't work for nothing. Exactly. He showed up one time. Exactly. And because he was an Instagram, YouTube star in something completely different. Exactly. And he got opportunities that you will never get. Yeah, now, exactly. that's just that's sometimes how life works. Yeah, but but I look at it different because you got to realize it's, it's antics and everything in life. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, there was a time football was just football and nobody celebrated. But guess what? When people started celebrating, now if you take celebration out of the game, they're going to be like, well, he just threw the ball down and ran to the sideline. No, people love that. And no matter how people feel about it, people love the perspective of antics. This is a show. Nobody just wants to see somebody knocked out and then go home. Right. They want to hear the antics. They want to hear. If, I, if I'm a boxer and I'm, and I'm not confident, I'm like, well, I might win. I might knock him out, but he's really good. He might not. No, you want to hear me say, I'm going to knock his head off. I'm going to knock his head all the way to the back row. I may never be able to knock his head off his shoulders, but the fact that I said that, you're more interested. You're, you're interested now. That's Brad, these dudes you just got amped up are sitting right across from me. Yeah, yeah. Next time you ask a question, <laughs> you're going to let me move before you do it. Because yeah, these dudes yeah, leaning on forward. forward and no, because <laughs> I've been. But I'm, everybody, so, so here's my thing. Everybody talks about it. So I want to go from a couple of aspects. Like, right. do I think he's going to get exposed? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I think just like with any sport, so I'll start with the Conor McGregor factor, right? 
Yeah. Conor McGregor, he got exposed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. But let's talk about market value, right? right Same yeah. thing like you all of a sudden, you know, you're in a contract negotiation, offsides, free agency, whatever. The quarterback for this team gets paid, market value goes up. He yeah. brings market value up for everybody else at MMA, right? right? Facts. Now you're going to fight. Now, I mean, he's going to bring the market value up. Look at the Serrano Taylor fight. Yes. Mm. Right? Nobody knew Serrano and Taylor are decorated boxers. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're women decorated boxers. Yes. Yeah. Paul, Jake Paul, I can't even imagine the appreciation that female fighters now yeah, have. Yeah, because that for, never would have happened. For yeah. Hearn and Paul getting together to do that promotion. Now yeah. you have people that are like, I want to see that fight again. Yeah. Regular, yes. common, everyday people. Yes. He's yeah. also brought the market value up for like a Frank Gore. Yes. Frank Gore just won his first professional yeah. fight. Fact. Nobody still don't. would have known anything. I'm not saying Frank Gore is like a tough boxer, but now all of a sudden, like he's got market value. The difference, so, and just I like think... with any. Go ahead, Brad. No, go ahead. I finish. Go ahead. I just think I just think that you know whether later on down the road. You know, the Paul brothers are going to be exposed, but yes. especially Logan. But <laughs> right, I'm, right. I'm looking at it like 20 years from now. Yes. They will have somebody done a lot for that might yeah. somebody yeah. that might not appreciate it right now. There's there's no plausible deniability that you can look at somebody in the face and say, you know what? I'm probably getting about a three percent market share more now than I ever would have did if Mr. YouTuber that did, did stupid I mean he does some stupid stuff I still don't the reason that I don't think he's going to get exposed is what you said I don't think he's going to fight anybody he's not I don't he's think and I think he is anybody. I think they are going to completely control who he fights yeah. and I think that's what's going to expose him I don't right. think he's going to get hurt and knocked out right. I think what's going to happen is it's like you've seen it already because right. you know more but I think eventually people are going to be like Dude, you're not fighting anybody relevant. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, actually, I don't agree. I, don't I, agree. I, 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 I'm, I'm I with you. But listen, but listen, he's, he's fighting, he's fighting, he's fighting, he's fighting, uh, he's fighting like washed up uh, UFC guys. Oh, 100%. And, yeah. you know, like 100%. the thing about it is like he haven't fought an actual boxer yet. Yeah. Like right. Tyrone Woodley, he's a, he's an MMA, MMA guy. Fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah, you haven't, you yeah. haven't, and you haven't fought anybody who have had an amateur career and a professional career. Yeah, yeah. like and and is still active. Yeah, and still actively fighting. Like you fighting, no. you fighting like washed up has-beens, and you you're trying to make it look like you're doing something, but but you're doing it in the sport of boxing. Yeah, you didn't choose to do that in the UFC. You yeah. didn't, you know, you didn't. You're not choosing none of the background of these people that you're fighting. You're yeah, but, choosing to do it in boxing, but, and but that's I'm, disrespectful because it's people that's dying in this sport. Right, it's people that get killed in the ring, and, and right. you're making a, a fucking joke of it. Right, but I'm, I'm with Brad. I'm with Brad, and here, here's the here's the thing. I don't think he's making a joke. No, I, I, I don't think, think so del- either, I think Brad. He's delusional. I don't think. Yeah. I, think I think he's, he's delusional, delusional. But I'm with you, Brad. I'm. A, I, I want to emphasize something because I'm with you, Brad. This is the thing. Here's the thing about it. Right, we're people are mad at at, at the Paul brothers, right? And, and okay, you can be mad, the disrespect of the sport, this, that, and the third. But at the end of the day, what are you fighting for? 
exposure and money, money. and belts. If anybody comes into the sport, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me I am. I'm I am. I ain't gonna lie. I am. So let me let me explain. Let me explain because at the end of the day, if the lights get cut off and Jake Paul call you and tell you got a hundred and fifty thousand dollar fight, you can talk all that shit you want to right now. Your ass is beyond the plane fighting that fight. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Let's be realistic. Let's be realistic. Let me say you spoke your piece. Let me speak. Oh, I ain't finished. I ain't finished. Let me finish. Because you because you just spoke. Let me finish. At the end of the day, it's about revenue. Nobody in the sport of boxing is in this just to look. That's for you. That's for Bro, you. Bro, you can shut that crap no, down right you. now. That's so you, so, so, so go back. Listen, on, so go back. So go back. Hold on. Hold on. Time out. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me tell you this. Hold on. Let me tell both of you this. Like, everybody has a different drive. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, right. and that's, so you just but, have to accept, but, like, what, what drives listen, somebody else. No, no. I understand what you're saying, Brad. But check this out. If that was true, he would have never turned pro. Let me tell you, he something. would be a thirty-four-year-old no, amateur no, right me, now. No. If it wasn't about the money, that's false. So, so, would you fight right now for free? Absolutely. Okay, so you will fight the rest absolutely. of your absolutely. career for free. Absolutely. Okay, so let me let me let me let me explain to you. Let me explain to you something. Let me let me expose that. Let me decompress that. I'm gonna let you talk. I'm gonna let you talk. Let me let me let me let me finish. Okay, let me finish. Go ahead. Let me finish. Let me finish, and then I promise you I'll shut up. I want my turn. At the end of the day, you got four kids. Exactly. And you complain about going to a job that you don't like, and you telling me you got $100,000 that's going to feed your family. And you sitting here in front of all of us, and you complaining about somebody that's, will, that's almost going to help you feed your family more, even though he's a bum, and he's a, and you're talking about you will fight for free. Boy, if you don't get up out of my I'm, face I'm, with are you done? Nonsense, are you done? Are you done? Bro, okay, so it's now, nonsense let me you, what you're no, saying, let me bro. Tell you, let it's me tell nonsense. You, no, no, let me tell you my truth. I don't, need, I don't need to talk no nonsense. This is actual facts. At the end of the day, my life, is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I have kids, I have to provide for them. What I do in boxing, that is for myself. I don't, I don't try and feed nobody off this. This is for my legacy. This is for me wanting to be the best at what I fell in love with and what I'm passionate about. I would absolutely fight for absolutely nothing for the recognition of being the best cruiserweight to ever put on gloves. That's, that's, that's what means more to me than money. That means more to me than money. At the end of the day, I make money. I, I have my own I, I, I have my own businesses that I I, I I generate revenue from. I have I have you know whatever I need. My first fight, my first fight, my pro debut, I made six hundred dollars. You think that will stop me from boxing? Right, Absolutely now, not. Now, I, I get paid more. Well, I was getting paid more for my job than what I got for my right, pro debut. All right. So now now that you said that, now I want to take it. I want to circle back away from them for a minute because. I'm actually glad it went that direction. Because you're scared? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, now they're pissed at each no, other. No, so no, we're not. No, we're not. He's he, he talking I'm nonsense. Passionate. No, it's not nonsense. It's not nonsense at all. It's not at all. Nonsense. Bro, our contracts right now, the contracts the contracts don't even be everything that you think it is. Bro, bro. And you know that. And you know that. It's nonsense. So if you're getting paid, go ahead. If you're getting paid, if you're getting paid, if you're getting paid small amounts. Hold on. All right. You're going to get a, I want to go back. To, and I don't want to spend too much time on them because I think I want to get back to St. Michael's and what's at the core of this, what y'all are saying. All right, so Mike, you started five years ago, right? All right, so yeah. now the one thing that people don't know about Mike is now the people in this room do and a lot of other core people. 
I don't think I've ever met a more selfless human being than Mike Ingram. And I mean that. And I mean that. And I think that everything he does has nothing to do with self-gain, self-worth, or nothing. And it's not just boxing. It's what he does for people at work. It's what he does, his country, community. And I believe that to be a wholehearted truth. Yes. Now, I think that to me, the only person that could pull off what y'all have is a guy like Mike. Yes. Because yeah. if somebody was into their self for it or looking for something else out of it, that would conflict what y'all were just saying. Yeah. And, and like we went back to the very beginning, it's just like anything in life. You know, two people, you said in a minute, we're going to, we'll not like, but love and this and this. And it is, it is, it is okay for two guys to, to want to be incredibly great for opposite ends of the yeah, spectrum exactly. reason. And exactly. you also can't say that, like, there's nothing going to waver for the reason why you're doing this. Now, mm -hmm. and you want to pour everything you got in it for that reason. But it's, you many, also, it's, it's many reasons. I know that. But, but what I'm saying is, but you also have to have the ability to, to accept that somebody will work as hard as you for none of those same exactly. goals and reasons. Exactly. I'm going to tell you right now, there's nobody willing to work as hard as me. But go ahead. Well, right. Listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen my, my, my love for boxing is selfish. I don't care about how nobody feel about nothing. All I care about when I look on BoxRec is who is ranked higher than me. If that person is in front of me, I want to get this person out out, out from in front of me. But how does I don't that benefit care. Your I don't kids? care. I don't care about what they're what they're going to pay me and all that. My kids are taken care of. My kids well, are very well taken next, care of. Y'all heard kid, this on this podcast. Listen, if listen, he ever gets a big fight, listen, I am entitled to all his listen, purse. No, he no, don't I'm care. not talking like that. Hold on. Yes, you are. No, you're misunderstanding. No, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Said, I want no, his whole no, purse listen, because he's not fighting listen, for money. Though, listen to me. See, you just talking and you're not. No, because that's nonsense. What you're saying. It's not. It's not. Listen, this is what I'm saying. I'm just trying to figure out who's going to do the ring wall with Tony Breed's shirt on. I'm listen. trying to figure out who's wearing the shirt. But listen, go ahead and finish. But then I, I gotta get. We gotta shift it listen. back to 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 really this to is, how we are where we are. This yeah, is yeah, this true. is what I'm saying. So this is okay. So let's talk boxing. At the end of the day, they'll pay you five or ten thousand to come be an opponent for somebody. If I actually me? no, me? It, they they may they <laughs> may they me. may listen. You can get paid five or ten thousand for. Uh, 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 to be an opponent for somebody. I will never in my life say, well, I don't care about my career. I'm going to take this money because my kids need this. My kids are always going to need. So at the end of the day, it's my job as a father to provide for them, regardless if it's from boxing or not. Because anything can happen to you in boxing. I do, if you break your arm or you've got you know, some kind of injury that will forbid you from being in boxing, how, you still got to provide for your kids. So at the end of the day, I still provide for my kids outside of boxing. So that's what I'm talking about. You're talking about, oh, doing it for money, doing it for money. No, I'm doing it for myself. Right. I can give a damn about the money because I'm going to make the money regardless. Right. So, so yeah, that, that don't mean that's, nothing. That's true, but that don't listen, mean nothing. I'm a vet. I got triple the fights you got. So I'm talking to somebody that's who's fine. been dragged. We've been boxing for the same amount of time. Okay, but I got more fights than you. I got more. But we've been boxing for the same amount of time. I'm talking from a. Okay, let me let me just say this, and I'm gonna let you because we got to introduce the man with the plan, Mike. Right. First of all, we haven't even done that yet. Right. But let me just explain. No, I didn't been in there. I didn't been in there with. I didn't been in there with more world champions than most people. I have the experience. I'm 15th in the nation right now. 
I am on the brinks of a world title. I'm not, I'm never going to tell somebody that I'm going to fight for pennies when I'm close to taking care of my family for I a life. I don't say that. Hold though. on. Hold I don't on. say I, that. Not, I don't say finish. that. I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about you right now. I'm You're talking, talking about, about pennies. Okay. But I'm talking about, I'm not I'm talking, talking about foundation. Pennies. Okay. So that's fine. But let me finish. At the end of the day, I love the fans. I speak to the fans. I speak about God. God knows my heart and God knows that I'll do anything for people. But at the end of the day, providing is why I do this. All right. And you, you get know what, what I'm saying? I provide, and that's I, your I provide, reason. I provide. And that's your and, reason. And I want belts. And I also want to make sure that this man over here is not is not a liar for right. believing in me. My, right. Saint, Saint now, Michael's believes in me, and I want him when he talked junk to them people, and he like, yo, I got this light heavyweight that's finna that's finna yeah. take the world by storm. I'm gonna make sure that his words are true because I put the work in every day. I come to the gym when I don't feel like it. I run. I ran eight miles. I'm going to run eight miles again this week. And I'm, a, I'm talking about at once. I ain't talking about break it down, break it down, break it down, break it down, break it down. And I'm going to continue to do that. Why? I'm going to do something so crazy because I'm crazy. And I want to be a world and, champion. And what I want you know is I want my kids to, when you mention their dad name, like, oh, Greg Brady, your dad? Oh, yeah, he was a world champion. Oh, he was the best fighter I've seen. Oh, that's what I want. I want my legacy. My legacy means more to me than money. And it's okay. And that's and that's fine. Like I said, Q Q can Q can want to do it for his reasons. But for me, for me, all I care about all I care about is legacy. All I care about is legacy. Legacy. Listen, Floyd said my bills are paid. My bills are paid. That's cool, bro. That's cool. My bills are paid. I'm not even gonna go into what we talk about outside of the podcast. You do put the mics down. All right, all right, all right. Because we could be at this all day. I know. We I deal with that every day at the gym. Right. All right. So Mike. When you made the decision, when you made the when you made the decision to start the gym, what was your driving force behind that? And and you know because you took, you know, talk about the last time you fought, but when you started, when you started, when you started St. Michael's. So what, you know, explain what was your driving force and what were you hoping to accomplish? Because it was just really you then, and it's kind of built to this. It it was me and Logan, and uh, you know we work for the city, and there's a lot of there's a lot of violence going on in the city. A lot of, a lot of kids need a, a different path. So we both came up with a plan. Like, look, what could we both do? But we're not going to give reading lessons or math lessons. So we thought about opening up a boxing gym. And we wanted to make it free. Uh, that's how it started. I wanted to do amateur boxing. Uh, make it free for uh, kids in Rock Hill. And then pros just started walking in. And uh, just ended up, I started working with, uh, I have five or, six, five or six pros right now. Wing came in probably a few months ago. Um, Quentin's been there the longest, but I still don't want to get away from why I started my gym. All right, so a lot of people don't realize that that aren't from here, but Rock Hill was really, really big for boxing a long time ago. And, mm-hmm. and that, to me, is a vision that I agree, that there has to be a place, because you can't have the only outlet is football. You can't. Right. You've got to have this. Now, have you started to notice, have you started to notice that, that there, there's been some kids and some other people coming in that you were talking about from your amateurs? Oh, a lot of kids come in. Okay. Uh, but we still have a standard that we have to keep. Sometimes they don't come back, sometimes they do. I think we probably had over 50 amateurs yeah. maybe coming in and out in the past uh, four or five years. All right, so t- talk to the uh, about the, the Army and what partnership you're working with on that. Oh, Can you talk about it yet? Uh, yeah, a little okay. bit. Uh, we're we're um, trying to start an Army National Guard boxing team. Obviously, the, the military, all the branches have a recruiting retention issue. 
So I just, uh, I mentioned this to uh, National Guard Bureau. I said, you know, we'll buy, I start a boxing, uh, a boxing um, team for the National Guard and people can, can contract with the MOS, come in the, Marine, uh, the National Guard, oh, my bad. and they can try out for this National Guard boxing team. Um, we really didn't make any headway on it. And then we met a uh, retired command sergeant major Klein from the Marine Corps who ran the Marine Corps boxing team for 25 years. And he helped us set up everything. Um, so probably in the next few months, you're going to see National Guard soldiers training at St. Michael's Boxing Club. Now, um, your title fight coming up, talk a little bit about that and what kind of impact that's going to have and what will that do for St. Michael's and you. And is this, would you consider this your biggest fight to date? Absolutely, and, and the pros, 100%. I mean, at 52 years old, I'm going to fight for a, a boxing title, a, a legit sanctioned boxing title. So, yes, uh, I'll be in all the history books. There's no one over the age of 49 has ever fought for a, a world-sanctioned body uh, title so far. So it'll be me, and we'll know, who knows what's going to happen after that. Who else is fighting on that June card? Uh, Greg Brady. And Quentin, Quentin will be back in July. Craig's going to be fighting in July. I'm not sure if Craig's going to be defending this belt. Quinton, we don't know what weight class he's going to be in, so we don't know if he's going to keep that belt that he has right now. But he's ranked fifth in the nation. All the top, the four-letter uh, um, sanctioning bodies are starting to look at him. I get calls all the time. So how many title fights at the June fight? Just one. Just, just one? Yes. Okay. All right. So in, in kind of where your perspective of – of when you started it five years ago to now, what, you know, what would you say in expectations and where you are and what you looked at it? Would you have ever thought it was where it is now with the talent this fast? No, absolutely not. I didn't expect him to walk through my door. I didn't expect Greg Brady to move to Charlotte. I didn't expect Craig Parker to walk in there. I didn't expect uh, Wing to come down there to drive, you know, uh, 30 minutes a day to come, come to the gym. And Chris Takache moved here from Tennessee. No, I didn't expect that. Now, all of y'all, you have a ton of experience. You do. You do. Have y'all have y'all ever seen, like, this much talent this quick in a gym in five years? Never. Never. No. Honestly, uh, to have the amount of talent that we have at uh, St. Michael's is uh, hard to come by. It's impossible to come by, actually. Uh, you can go in there any day and get the best firing that you, you know, oh, would get in your career. Wait till Charles gets back. Yeah. Get Charles, oh, Charles, Charles Garner, yeah. Charles, Charles pushed me. Everybody pushed me. You know, like Charles, I knew him probably the longest because we both from, you know, same hometown. He watched me from the amateurs to the pros. And, you know, as he's growing into the fighter he's becoming, I've seen him go from the amateurs to the pros. And, you know, it's just a beautiful thing to have that you know somebody that you can relate to from your hometown and then you meet other people like uh mike he's from rochester i you know like so that's right around the corner from us so you know when you're in that kind of uh when you're in the boxing community uh it's a, a lot of people that you know if you're around the area then you know a lot of the same fighters and you know you you know you can relate you know you have somebody to relate to and then on top of that uh i ran into Craig and I found Q and and Chris and you know like I pretty much moving down here I, I built my family <coughs> in the gym. Like, I want to ask it's Craig right. I want to ask you and Viking and also um, 
I'll go chicken wing because that's all I know. But, <laughs> you know, from Chicago, because I'm sure that Chicago's a, a, a pretty big boxing area up there. So in comparison, like, what's the dynamics that's different down here? And talking about the gym and how different it is and what sets it apart kind of regionally. Well, boxing is different from here because um, most towns you go to is, is mostly about that, that person. You know, okay. um, this give you more like um, an opportunity, you know, because um, people around you um, try to support you and help you. Um, it's, it's everybody for themselves when you're in uh, big states like that, you know. Yes. It's just um, if you're going to make it, you're going to make it, you know, in everyday life you might be struggling. So sometimes it's hard to get to different places, different tournaments and stuff like that coming from the community you come from. And um, that's like mostly when you come from a poverty community, you only going so far to to everybody eyes. You you're not gonna make it there. You're not gonna do this. You know when things get hard, you're gonna bail out. You know, but you don't have that support system as you do down here. You don't have that. Um, you know, the people that give you the drive, the people that care about you. You know, everybody needs to be cared about. The thing that I see is different in in what I'm gathering is, let's say for example, a typical gym. You're the guy in that gym you're pretty much all that's getting pushed because that's whoever's meal ticket it is, right? Yes. So for, to ha so to, but, and, and I think that's what's different about here is, is because when you have somebody that's not out for himself, because in a lot of these gyms, when somebody like y'all come along that are rare, you know, you're, you are, and Mike's talked about it, your talent is not like what you see in normal gyms. Right. You know, he has potentially two to three future world champions in his gym. Yes. That's probably unheard of because in most places, y'all two can't coexist there. Yeah. Because m my sole existence is to make you think I'm getting you somewhere, but I'm capitalizing on it. Yes. So the thing that I am seeing is, is what's different about Mike is this is not for him. Yes. You know, and, it, and, it, and the opportunities that multiple people get don't take place in a lot of gyms, I'm assuming. Is no, that right? No, it's, it's a fact. And I, I just want to with Mike, the thing that's different with Mike, you can't find a, a trainer that is willing to go in the pit of hell with you and come out and be like, hey, we still got more to do. You know what I'm saying? He's willing to suffer with you. It's like, it's one thing. It's like, all right, we, gotta, we got these sprints to do. You know what he say? Damn. We, as in not just you, but we, meaning me too, have those sprints to do. And the thing about it is he suffers with us. So it gives us a, a more perspective. The other thing is, I've watched this dude, and I've been around Mike a year. And, and, and to know Mike is to love Mike. To also know Mike is to know that he is stuck in his own mind. But I love Mike because I watched coming, him. Com, coming from somebody that seems to be pretty stuck in his own oh, mind. Oh, we're very much yeah, alike. Right, right, we're very right. much alike. But I watched him. It was a guy, it was a guy that uh, he arrested. And, and the guy, I guess, I don't know. Maybe the guy don't remember him. But guys ask this man for money all the time. I watched him pay for people's meals. I watched him help Every, everybody. It's almost like you got to be like, Mike, come on, bro. You ain't got to do that. You don't need to help. That. And, I, and I'm not just saying that because he's sitting here. Anybody who would talk about Mike outside of Mike being here will tell you exactly what I'm saying. He's not paying me to say this. I'm, I'm telling you, I've seen this most dude. Most selfless person ever. Most selfless, ever. one of the most selfish people I ever met. And that's why I'll do anything for him. I'll do anything for him because I've seen how he is. And everybody in this circle feels the exact same way about him. 
You know what I'm saying? And he don't like when people talk about him. You know what I'm saying? But that's Mike. You know? And just like when you say he's selfless, like how they got experience, they came amateurs everywhere. I have none of that. He has, he's not gaining nothing from helping me. I, you know, nothing at all. So it's my job to show him that he's not wasting his time. And you get treated just as good just as Just as, as if I was a seven and that would never, Golden that'll Glove never champion. happen somewhere never. else, right? Yeah, we're, so we're harder on Wing. We're harder on him probably than yeah, anybody else. Yeah, yeah gotta, but I up. need that. Right. I need that because I got potential that can take me crazy. Right. So and he treats me just the same. Y'all just my apparently job just makes y'all control his diet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Charles and, and Charles Charles yeah. gotta control yeah. his diet. He oh, like milks you. Yeah, yeah. But the thing I was definitely saying the thing I definitely say about uh St. Michael's is that uh everybody is selfless. And no matter what, it it don't matter what the situation is. If I come in and if I come in the gym I'm like y'all gotta fight in two days, I'm gonna get sparring from everybody they make sure that you know they're gonna try and push you they're gonna hold the mitts you know what i'm saying they'll tell you hey man i ain't all that good at uh fighting orthodox but i'm gonna i'm gonna try it for you hey i ain't too good at holding mitts but i'm gonna try it for you you know when you got everybody that have uh that kind of um you know selflessness that's what make it work on top of all of us having the potential to be uh world-class fighters all right mike logan let's Let's talk about June and beyond. All right, so let's talk about the direction of the promotions, the, the, the fights, what's coming up June. Talk a little bit about that, where you're trying to take it, Mike, and, and how can people get more involved? Right. The fight's June 4th. The tickets are currently on sale. If you want tickets from me, the law enforcement discount, just come to me or Carlos Cobra. And point we're trying to make with the title fight when Mike wins the belt what happens after that we'll talk about it and stuff but that's what he's focusing on right now need, need him laser focused locked in on this guy because I'm not looking past this guy right now I'm just looking at this guy I'm not looking past you I'm looking at you so whatever he wants to do after that I'm down for because we train every day I have to basically tell him like dude you need a rest day and your body needs to rest. Even the greats need a day of rest. But he wants to go in the gym every day. I'm like, my body's tired. But he said, let's go. I'm welcome whenever I'm available. But he pushes himself to that extra limit because the thing about training, you make the training hard so the fight is easy. And our training regiments are pretty hard. Many people can't come and hang with us. I invite people to the gym all the time. You can't do what you do. I'm like, dude, there's levels to this wheel. Start from the beginner level and just do whatever you can do. Because people feel like, oh, everybody's going to be watching me or something. Dude, nobody's going to be paying attention to you in the gym because they got their own thing going on. Sure. Literally. All right. Like, so, Mike, so St. Michael's now, the promotion, it's shifting towards you from the previous, right, promoter. So just kind of, you know, what's, what's the next direction you're trying to take it to where – to where people can understand, like, on that level? Well, we still work with the softball promotions. We okay. don't know. Uh, we're going to be doing shows in between South Carolina and Tennessee. Okay, so you're so you're still with the softball then? Yeah, right? St. Okay. Michael's is just a gym. I got we, you. We the promotions, under, that's yeah. what I was clarifying. Okay, yeah, we follow okay. under softball promotions. Okay. Um, he, we still do. He probably has a show one or two every month for the rest of the year. 
so all our guys will, will all be busy. We'll, we want to fight in Rock Hill as much as we can. Quinton will probably have a step-up fight. I say a step-up fight. He's probably going to have a uh, an eliminator fight, we call him. It breaks to the top 10 ranking. So you're going to fight someone else for that ranking. If he gets in the top 10, it'll be a world title fight uh, shortly after that. So that's our focus mm -hmm. now. All And the whole team is going to help push Quentin Rankin to win this world title. When's your, Viking, when's your next fight? I'm not sure, but I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. All right. Well, all right. You got one coming up? Uh, I'm not sure. That I'm that hoping that the floods are I'm just right waiting, and waiting on the word from Coach. I'm just waiting on the word from Coach. Brad, just want to let you know you're effing hilarious, yeah, Viking. <laughs> you can't hear funny. Brad. Brad is remote, but, you know, he's uh, – but And it, it sucks <laughs> that everybody can't hear him, but he is enjoying you. Well, I'll be honest. Technically, I have to spar right now with a boot on still. I'm not allowed right. to, like, explode too much. Cowboy boot? Uh, like a, a therapeutic boot for like right. a tourney. Uh, you can tell us about the injury. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's pretty manly. Please tell us about yeah. the injury. Well, I was in the wilderness, <laughs> and there was a grizzly bear. <laughs> and then I woke up from a dream and went to play dodgeball, and I tore my Achilles tendon playing dodgeball in yeah. charity. Was that – did y'all play – did you the you, woods and the bear was a lie? I so was you played in up. that. You played in the city league dodgeball. Yeah. The very first game. You got hurt in the very first. The game. very first game. Yeah. Came off the bench and got slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen year old girl freckles just crushed his soul. Well, it's not the good thing for you. It's not St. Michael's dodgeball club. It's a boxing club. <laughs> That's true. So, what's that? He can't dodge a wrench. So why would he right. Well, I probably would have said. I would have personally said something different. I just wouldn't. <laughs> a lot of people have said that to me and gave me that suggestion. But you know what? If you just tell the truth, you don't have to worry about anything. You know what I mean? So yeah. I might as well. I'm not embarrassed. You know, it's, it, it, things happen. You have clearly you, you have to be. June fourth. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I mean, I I'm not. I, here's the thing. It's dodgeball. You have to be a little bit, a little bit. You fight every day. Man, get punched in the face. Every you guys day. listening at home, you can't see this, but I'm pe I'm popping my pecs right now at everybody. <laughs> right. right. But if Dodge we just ball. pick up a red ball, we'll be all right. 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 <laughs> PTSD. From anything <laughs> as we close it out, Brad? You got anything else? I think I've done enough. I think we're good. Yeah, you I'll stirred finish. up. You kicked quite the hornet's nest earlier. I didn't even want to ask hey. you that. Hey, but you know what? Hey, note to sell. Don't, don't just keep my mouth shut. No, <laughs> no that was good. I got tons of stuff. Now, I mean, I got tons of questions, but I mainly wanted to get make sure that, you know, uh, the I'm, fights of, of what the promotion needs, like how important it is for the community to kind of get behind something like this, just in sports in general, and, you know, to tell everybody, get your kids and something like that, man. Yes. Like, where's the youth at? You know, how many kids do you have coming up in there? Yes. You know, I think that's great. And the thing about it is, like, we have these kind of conversations all the time in the gym. So, you know, me and Q, you know, we we always see di uh, we all have, always have differences. Yeah, that's uh, my chicken, thing, man. Chicken wing, you know, we uh, we always argue about you know boxing, rather it be boxing, yeah. rather it be oh, about I love anything. It. Yeah, yeah. I, so so yeah, we don't. I embrace debate, man. I yeah, think that's yeah, the yeah. We don't. Like, we 
We no, we very passionate no, about it. it. It's not personal. You gotta understand. Yeah. I, I love this dude, Greg, yeah. man. And I'm always gonna tell him the truth, and he always gonna tell me the yeah. truth. And I don't want people to think we going to box out of anger. We gonna box tomorrow. We gonna punch oh, each yeah, other yeah, in the head yeah, tomorrow. Definitely. But it ain't because of the podcast. Somebody, no, no, somebody will have to wear a Logan Paul mask. Now we do that, we might try to hurt that, each that other. That honestly would probably be the best training, <laughs> or it'd be the best fighter out of you. Might be the best out of me. I think there's something to be said about being able to you know kind of have a, a a good debate and really not oh, yeah. be personal but not take no. it personal i mean no, you're you're personal. sitting across the table from a guy that literally is going to have thousands of people walking around rock hill with him with a mullet and like he <laughs> he still loves me yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like, and like he doesn't hate me well but if you brad you and i talk about this all the time and if you look at the core of the problems with the country is because you cannot disagree anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. if yeah. you disagree, yeah. you have to hate each other. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. That yes. Is the, and that is the one thing that when Brad and I started this whole thing was to bring contrary people in and to have debate, healthy yeah. debate, healthy yeah. debate. you know, and yeah. I, it, it, to me, that's the one part in, in people making us hate each other for stuff that we don't even know each other about. Man. And I think that, I think that boxing is one way getting people together. When you look at the crowds at the fight, the diversity is you can't imagine. It's beautiful. Yeah. Poor, rich, yes, black, yeah. white, yes. and it's everybody. And everybody there is not. You you see it, and no, nobody's amped up trying to fight and this and this. It is just people coming together to watch a centuries old sport, right. and, art, and, right. and where it is only one on one in there, yeah. and 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 the the person that worked the hardest is going to win. Yeah. And I. So I, I personally, I want to get some guys back on and do this again because I think there's a lot that we can still unpack and yeah, talk about. Of yeah, but I, I, I want to say one thing before we go. A lot of people don't realize that in a fight, we've been training eight to you know fourteen, sixteen weeks, maybe years, but you only get to see my work for one night. For for one second, for what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, minutes, 40 minutes, 18, 18 10, minutes, 30 minutes, 18, just depending 18 on what the round is. 18 to 36 minutes, and that's all that you get to see, but you don't realize everything that a fighter sacrificed, mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. thing about it is it can actually help change. Like, I got, a, I got a friend right now that's a veteran, and he's going through depression, and he told me, I, I was just reading his text message as we was talking, he told me, he said, man, every time I get in the gym with you and I work out with you, I always feel better because I get to release some of that depression. So if you are depressed and you listen to this, it's not we're not special. We're only human beings who decided to do something for our situation. Mm -hmm. Boxing helped us mentally. Mm -hmm. It helped us spiritually. It helped us uh, in, in so many different ways. So I want people, anybody listening to understand, if you're getting bullied, maybe you should take up boxing. And if it's not boxing, let it be MMA. If it, let, I, I think self-defense is something we need to teach because if people knew how to defend themselves and they understand the discipline that it takes, you wouldn't fight. You can't make me right. fight outside of this, outside of the ring. Right. Because I understand that the discipline that it takes for me to prepare for that, I would not do that to somebody who, who's just talking junk. Like right. I, It was a time I used to be like, oh, I'll fight you. Now it's like, bro. Go about your life, man. Right. You know? Now, so. I will say yep. as, as we close that I, I do. <laughs> but see, not, do. To, not, to, not to cut you over time. Right, to say go real ahead. Quick. This is exactly what I was just arguing with him about. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he just said everything that I was just arguing with him about. Like this is what that's what boxing is to me. You get what I'm saying? Like right. I, I didn't have any outlet for 
you know, anger, the anger or anything right, like that. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what true. I, that's it's what true. I mean. That's what I mean by I do this for myself. Right. Like when that. I go to the gym, it's uh it's a relief for me. I can go in. It's been a lot of days in there. A lot of them can testify, you know, about the way that I come in to the gym. You can going see I got it. a problem going through. And it, yeah. by the time I leave, we laughing, we joking, and it's no nothing. You know, I, like, like I will happens. tell you that, and I want people in Rock Hill to realize that. If you don't come to these fights, you, you're in five to six years or less when you see guys that are world title holders and you had a chance to see them here, you're going to regret that. And I think that with what the stable he has and the potential, you could be some national fighters that you can that, that you're getting to see in the early stages. And, and that's what I want everybody to come out and take advantage of seeing. But, you know, I really appreciate everybody coming tonight and taking time. And I know y'all just left the gym. Been a long day. Mike, I appreciate it. I, I probably never wanted anybody to succeed with something more than I do with you with this because of just who you are, what you do for us at the PD, at the city, and everything else. And I'm just, I'm grateful for that. And I, I think that when you see people treat people the way that you do, is I think it's why God blesses what you're doing here. And I yes. firmly believe that. You got something? June 4th, live, Rock Hill, South Carolina. <laughs> Punches to the face will occur. <laughs> I love that dude. Who right. the hell, man? Like, right. He just asked if you were hot. <laughs> I do find myself to be pretty attractive. I'm not going to lie. Well, that dude's funny. Right. All right. Well, all right, Mike, Logan, everybody, I really appreciate y'all coming in, but I do want to do this again. I yes. really want to do this again. I'd love to. Love but, to. What's that, Logan? All right, after Mike wins the belt, we'll come back. Yes, and then indeed. Logan can finally admit that he is not quite the memeologist that he thinks he is. <laughs> He's Stop. second or third Stop. best at the PD anyway. Stop. I send him 37% I, I like of what he puts. Well, you should like him. I send him 35% of them. And then he likes to talk about all the, all the memes he makes. His are, his are so weak. I mean, it's he does try. I'm going to give it to you. He does try. Right. Yeah, motivation to, to continue to make mine better. It's easy. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see everybody soon. Thank y'all. Thanks, Brad. Yes, sir.